Welcome to Coffee with Christ. I'm your host, Nicole Jones, and you are listening to episode 68. This is a place where we put normal, ordinary relationship practices to use in our time with God. Hopefully, it's a time marked on your calendars daily. If not, you've come to a great place to start making an appointment for visiting with Him. I truly believe God's Word changes people. It changes us verse by verse and chapter by chapter. Let's start with a few moments of quiet. This will help you slow down, settle in, clear the clutter, and breathe. Greet God the way you would an old friend, and then use the next few minutes to listen in the quiet. In our last episode, the Israelites were in the wilderness of sin. They had been away from the familiarity of their old lives in Egypt for two and a half months and hadn't reached the promised land. Don't you know they were tired and hungry and scared and probably starting to wonder if this Moses guy was a crazy person? The whole community was complaining to Moses and Aaron. If only the Lord had killed us in Egypt. If only we had pots full of meat and ate all the bread we wanted. But now you brought us here to starve to death. God heard their complaining and told Moses he was going to send down food, bread in the morning, meat in the evening. But there were some rules. These hungry and tired people could only pick up enough food to eat for that one day. It was a test. They would have to fight their instinct to hoard for the future and rely on God by trusting that He would provide their basic needs each and every day. Since God was serious about keeping the Sabbath day as a day set apart for rest, God would provide a double portion on the sixth day. Let's see what happens next in Exodus chapter 17. At the Lord's command, the whole community of Israel left the wilderness of sin and moved from place to place. Eventually, they camped at Rephidim, but there was no water there for the people to drink. 
So once more, the people complained against Moses. Give us water to drink, they demanded. Quiet, Moses replied. Why are you complaining against me? And why are you testing the Lord? But tormented by thirst, they continued to argue with Moses. Why did you bring us out of Egypt? Are you trying to kill us, our children, and our livestock with thirst? Then Moses cried out to the Lord, What should I do with these people? They are ready to stone me. The Lord said to Moses, Walk out in front of the people. Take your staff, the one you used when you struck the water of the Nile, and call some of the elders of Israel to join you. I'll stand before you on the rock at Mount Sinai. Strike the rock, and water will come gushing out. Then the people will be able to drink. So Moses struck the rock as he was told, and water gushed out as the elders looked on. Moses named the place Massa, which means test, and Meribah, which means arguing, because the people of Israel argued with Moses and tested the Lord by saying, Is the Lord here with us or not? While the people of Israel were still in Rephidim, the warriors of Amalek attacked them. Moses commanded Joshua, Choose some men to go out and fight the army of Amalek for us. Tomorrow I will stand at the top of the hill, holding the staff of God in my hand. So Joshua did what Moses had commanded and fought the army of Amalek. Meanwhile, Moses, Aaron, and Hur climbed to the top of a nearby hill. As long as Moses held up the staff in his hand, the Israelites had the advantage. But whenever he dropped his hands, the Amalekites gained the advantage. Moses' arms soon became so tired he could no longer hold them up. So Aaron and Hur found a stone for him to sit on. Then they stood on each side of Moses, holding up his hands. So his hands held steady until sunset. As a result, Joshua overwhelmed the army of Amalek in the battle. After the victory, the Lord instructed Moses, Write this down on a scroll as a permanent reminder and read it aloud to Joshua. I will erase the memory of the Amalek from under heaven. Moses built an altar there and named it Yahweh Nisi, which means the Lord is my banner. He said they have raised their fist against the Lord's throne, so now the Lord will be at war with Amalek generation after generation. What do you see God doing in this chapter? What does it tell you about His character?
How did humans fail? And what was God's response to that failure? Where does the story point us to Jesus? Father, we thank you for your son, Jesus, who intercedes on our behalf. We thank you that you fight our battles for us in unique and unusual ways and for friends that pray us through to victory. Thanks for listening to the 68th episode of Coffee with Christ. If you want to stay encouraged or hear about other resources, you can find me on Instagram at coffee.with.christ or on Facebook at Coffee with Christ. Have a great day and be sure to tune in tomorrow for our next episode.